Uh, Sasha's also my friend, just in case you've been tuning in. <laughs> Tell Johnny he's your friend too. <laughs> And welcome back to All You Radio. I'm Johnny McKeon. With me in studio, as always, Sasha Bloom, Wayne Thompson Jr., and our guest today, actor extraordinaire Lee Liston. How you doing, man? I'm doing good. Yeah, what's going on? Just here in the studio, just thinking about things. Been really busy, so it's good. Yeah, so what have you been up to, man? I have been getting booked, so, I mean, I do a lot of my own networking, you yeah. know, because I'm small and it's really easy to get the attention of other people, but... <laughs> Now, when you you say you're small, like is what what's the correct term for that? Is it little person or is it dwarf? Like I don't know what to say. So dwarf is like it's dwarfism. That's what I have. But as far as like politically correct, you know, it's like if you're referring like, that's a little person. Midget can kind of be derogatory and offensive at times to certain little people. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, you're a little person and you're acting. You're getting booked a lot lately. Yeah, I mean, I've just been doing commercials here and there. Like, I just did one with Purple. You know, if you know Purple Mattress. Yeah. I was a Sasquatch. You know, like a little Sasquatch. And they gave me this full prosthetic over my face. <laughs> and, like, I'm running through the forest. And, like, this old couple pulls up. And, like, while I was in makeup. And I look over and I see him. But I didn't react. Like, I just kind of, like, glared at him, you know. Yeah. Scary Sasquatch face. <laughs> and they're like, hey, we're looking for Provo Canyon. <laughs> and I just, like, and I just stared at him. I just stared at him. And then they come up. And, uh, and well, do you know where it's at? Like, and I'm just like, you know, just like, them. <laughs> then the makeup artist comes out. It's like, sorry, we don't know where Provo Canyon is. And I like chased them a little bit and they like drove off. So yeah, I mean, <laughs> life's been pretty good lately. So, so you commit to the character when you're in full makeup, you, you're full monster then, huh? Yeah, or maybe I'm just grumpy that I'm in a big furry suit. I don't, I don't know if that I'm committed. I think, I think I'm really, I'm just kind of grumpy. And those guys do such a good job with the commercials. Like I've seen, they pop up a lot on like YouTube and stuff. I've seen, um, like they had Goldilocks. Did you see the the Goldilocks? Yeah, they actually did that with Studio C, the Mallory from Studio oh, C. Oh, that's who that is. Okay. Yeah, that's who that blonde girl is. So, and I actually worked with her on something else recently. Um, they did like a Batman shoe. They haven't released it yet. Oh, really? But it, they like had a bunch of different Batman saying like I'm Batman, and then they came up and we're in like an alley and it's like raining, and then they're like the Riddler comes up and they're like Who are you? I'm like I'm the real Batman, and they're like <laughs> and then guys like Well, you're a little shorter than I remember, you know like <laughs> yeah. That's just because you know. And so it's really fun and she's really awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. So do you have an agent and all that? Is that I do, I do. I'm with Stars Talent Studio, so um, they they've been booking me recently for different commercials here and there. I actually have to go to Idaho for another shoot this you know this week wow. for two days, and uh, so it's been good. But I also kind of do my own thing, and people are reaching out through Facebook, like, "Hey, we want you for this. Hey, we want you for this." So it's been good. That's cool. So can you walk me through the audition process at all? Like, what's that like? You know, this is going to sound like the most arrogant actor in the world because I feel like all actors are, all actors are pretty full of themselves. You know, Don't like, worry. You got a bunch of talent to your left and your right that can identify with you. Don't be jealous. Don't hate Wow, it. man. Okay. Well, I don't know how to say this, but lately I really haven't had to audition. Really? Like, they're just like, here's this part. Really? Here's this part. Here's this part. I mean. That's cool. Because it's like you have a small typecast, you know, yeah. but at the same time, I feel like I'm a good actor, you know. That the works really hard. So lately, I just haven't really had to audition. But auditioning all the same is totally nerve-wracking. Yeah. 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 yeah that's true. Because you walk in, you're like, 
we're ready for you. You know, and you're like walking, you're like, hi, I'm Lee Liston, and I'll be auditioning for the part of Sam. And they're like, whenever you're ready. I'm like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, slates, go ahead. <laughs> like, now? <laughs> now. <laughs> <laughs> Look over there, Sam. There's a mon. No, you're Sam. Look over there, <laughs> Kyle. Uh, I gotta go. <laughs> I, I thought you guys said that this guy was like a good actor. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like, so, like, auditioning is actually a pretty nervous process. Yeah, it's horrible. I, I used to audition when I was a kid. I used to do a lot of child acting stuff, and it 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 never got easier. It was always weird. You come in, you walk in. There's four people sitting there, a little video camera. They're just staring at you. Like, impress us. Yeah, mm. Wayne's a Hollywood actor too. Oh my gosh! High School Musical three, right? This you guy, were in High School Musical three. Yeah, Are you serious? So See, he never would have brought it up. <laughs> he would have pretended like he has no idea what you guys are talking about. <laughs> Hollywood cool over there. <laughs> what did you do, Wayne? What did I you was, do? Uh, I was in the graduation scene, and then one of the uh, one of the dancers. So it's when I had like the long Corbin blue type hair. Oh, really? Everyone thought we were like related in, or something. Or they asked me if I was like a stand-in too sometimes too. Because like, oh, well, you're both mixed. So <laughs> <laughs> you got to be related. How did you get that? Did they find you? Did you um, try out? I actually out? have an agent. So, oh. I mean, I haven't really done much with them because radio is like my thing right now. You know, so if that stuff's fall into the wayside but you have an agent yeah every oh man we're finding everything out about Wayne now aren't we <laughs> you don't tell this guy anything because he'll take ugly freaking footage of you and show it to everybody speaking of if you go to earholemedia.com did you and put you, it up on and there and you slash on the OU radio page or OUR podcast we will put a clip of High School Musical 3 oh. with Wayne Thompson oh Jr. Gosh, on there so because it's important footage to watch you know that was a big moment for you. No. He's also been in music videos too. Oh, really? Yeah. With uh, Alex Boyer and the Luminaries. Yeah. You were in with the Lumineers or the Luminaries? It was it was the Luminaries song. Yeah. The the Hey Ho. Yeah. The song it's got like five million views on YouTube. It's uh it's beautiful. And this guy is showing people I did not want them to see. <laughs> and the photo will also go on the blog. Dude, I, come on. <laughs> I have it on my phone right here, that, dude. You took the ugliest picture of me. It, it, he just loves it, man. Just loves it. You, you free, like freeze frame it in <laughs> in the most ugliest spot. I know you did, dude. I know you did it. So, well, so Lee, you say you're typecast. Do you go out for specific roles, or do you kind of just take like what comes your way? How does that work? Well, I mean, I mean that's kind of interesting. Kind of listening over here because sometimes you know you watch certain things like that was really cool. You know, and but other times you're like, I think he did that for money. He did that for a paycheck. <laughs> so, so like, because recently, like yesterday, I did a shoot with uh, Alpine Tiny Homes. Yeah. If you know who they are. Yeah. So they have these like little tiny homes. And they're not like for tiny people, you know, but they're actually like tiny miniature homes. I want one so bad. They're, they're super nice. And you go inside, I'm like, this is super rad. Like you could travel anywhere, but feel like you're really at home. Yeah. So I was in this like... Instantly, I got booked by the agent yesterday, and I go there, and, and it's a clown. Like, I'm a clown. Really? And I'm this little clown, and we did one of those mannequin things that are all going, kind of going viral. Yeah, the mannequin did, challenge, for yeah, those the, of you. Yeah. So we do the mannequin challenge, you know, I'm like this little, like, creepy clown, you know, in this makeup. So 
it was cool. Like all the other actors, they were like, they gave him, I don't know if I'm supposed to say this, but they gave him like 20 bucks, 20 bucks. And then for me, they're like, oh yeah, so the agent said to give you 250. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was there for like an hour. I know that's not like a time, but I was just like, yeah, I'm an actor. See you guys later. <laughs> They're like, are you like for real? Like, yeah, I'm acting right now. <laughs> so, so it's 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 pretty uh, it's it's a pretty fun world, you know. When people think that you're some kind of you know entity or famous, when or you get the respect you deserve, right, right, it's nice. So, but for me, as far as roles, I think what I, what I've really trying to earn, like if you see people like Peter Dinklage, like on Game of Thrones, yeah, you know, people love him not because he's little, but because he's a good actor. Yeah, you, yeah. you know, they're not like, oh man, he's little. That's really cool that he's made done something with himself. No, they just love watching him. Yeah. So that's kind of been something important to me when I when I get roles as I move up. Is is I want to ent- entertain people with my acting. I want to I want to engage people in a story because they enjoy it, not because it's like, oh, he's little and yeah, that's cool, like that jackass thing, that, you know. Yeah, yeah. Going on. I, I, That's not that's never been me. No. You're one of the most discriminated class of people in the world, little people. Right. I mean, some of the stuff that's gone on in Hollywood, especially yeah. with the yeah. lawn dart things, and you know, like as you were saying earlier, the creepy clowns. How do you overcome that and not let that bother you intellectually? Um, intellectually, like I, I just kind of separate myself from it. I think one, one time I was, I, I work at Wells Fargo and about a year and a half ago, I was a teller and a guy came in and he told me he was a doctor. He had about a million in his account and he was telling me, I'm like, wow, you have a really calming voice. I told him that. And he's like, well, that can't be true because I have anxiety and depression. And I was like, well, no. You anxiety and depression isn't is something you deal with. It's not who you are, yeah. and so for me, it, I'm little, and that's something that I deal with. But it's not who I am. I don't define myself as like you know a little posse or anything like that. Yeah. So to kind of get over it, you know, you kind of separate yourself. You don't take yourself. You don't align yourself with. Yeah, I'm just gonna get tossed for a lot of money. You know. Yeah, yeah. 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 So if if that makes sense, you, you don't play into it. You kind of rise above it. Right. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, you know, I kind of, uh, well, as far as what you were saying, as far as filling in, like, your your typecast or something like that, too, that's, that actually, yeah, that really does feel weird sometimes to be, it makes you wonder, it makes you think. As far as, like, I don't know, like, I'm sure you relate to as far as, like, if they're like, oh, we're looking for this role, we want a black person just for this, oh, yeah. and you're like, well, what about... What about just the talent that I can, you know, bring to the table, you know? You're not dark enough. I've heard that. Yeah. Yeah, I've heard that. Yeah. <laughs> I get like, that. I'm not Jewish enough. <laughs> I believe it. I believe it. <laughs> Wait, you, oh, my goodness. Are you, are, you, are, you, yeah. are you Jewish? Yeah, I'm a Jew. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Just not enough. <laughs> just not enough. <laughs> I saw the celebration thing, the billboard. On I-15, there's an electronic billboard. I was just like, that's cool here in Utah. What? There's a Jewish uh, celebration going on. Uh, well, I think it actually passed. I think it was November 2nd through 8th. It was uh, but, um, or it was Yom Kippur a little while ago. Okay. Yeah. okay. I was just like, hey, nice, getting some representation in Utah. So there you go. I, was th- I thought about you. In entertainment in Utah, I think that it's a very good pub or market to train young, talented, ambitious people. However, in radio, even the newspaper, in television, once you're at a certain level, you get drafted to a different market, whether you go to Portland, whether you go to Washington, 
Chicago, even uh, Dallas. And then you go there for a while and then you go to the L.A., Miami's, New, New York. York's yep. or worldwide. Is it good for an actor that's established and a talented actor to be living in Salt Lake City, Utah? It seems like if I wanted to be an actor, I'd go to L.A. or New York. You know, that's kind of been a thing that a lot of people have asked me. They said, hey, Lee, why don't you move to L.A.? You know, you'd be getting work like that. You'd be getting work. But, you know, in Utah, right now it's not big, but it's growing. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of things that you have control over. You know, I have a control over my career. You know, I I feel like if I moved to L.A. right now, the type I would just get drowned in, like, these group of little people, and I wouldn't get recognized. In, In Salt Lake... There's not a lot of really good little person, if any, little person actors, you know, that you're seeing kind of rise up. So it's it's nice to create my own content, be recognized, work with people that are really nice. And it it's just it's it's like a river and you, you have this calm river that's kind of flowing. But if you move to L.A., it's just like, you know, it's it's rushing. If you jump into it, you don't know where it's going to take you. And and I feel like. As time goes on, if LA asks for me, if they have a specific role, then sure. But right now, I I don't think it's the right time to move there. Does Sundance help you stay here too? Sun Sundance is good. It's fun because you go and you know network and you see. That's famous. where we met. We met at Sundance. We did. Yeah. So obviously, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> good good tagline there. <laughs> that's where we met. Um, no, Sundance Sundance was really fun because that's where I actually met like Warren Workman, and I I did a Doritos commercial. I don't know if you've seen it. And I got nominated for Best Actor in a Commercial, and then I won Best Actor in a Commercial. Congratulations. Congratulations. It, it was cool. Like, I got emotional. Like, my parents were there. It was like a little Oscar. Really? Um, Tell me about that. that. Was what cool. was that like? Like, what, what was going through your head? Was that, like, confirmation that you knew what you were doing? Was it, like, well-deserved? Was it, like, a shock? What were you thinking? And what was the commercial? Which Doritos? The Doritos. Yeah, well, the, oh. they do 20 a year. Well, the, it wasn't. I mean, it was the one where you submit to the Super Bowl to win um, oh, cool! The crash the Super Bowl uh, commercial lines. Oh, that was your yeah. your guys's then, huh? I I saw a news story about it. Yeah, so we That's huge. Well, it was really cool because like we we didn't win, you know, mm-hmm. and it was kind of a thing. But then Warren Workman, who runs the Utah Film Awards, he he kind of like I caught his attention, and then all of a sudden he's like, "Lee, I think you're going to get nominated for something this year." And I got nominated for best actor in a commercial in that. And I was kind of like, whoa, this, this is an awesome feeling because, you know, I, I wasn't even thinking about acting two years ago. And, and then I get there and I get up and I'm there with my mom and there's this other commercial that gets up. And they said best commercial. And I said they had best actor in a commercial. And then they announced a different one. And I was like, oh, mom, I didn't, I didn't win. I, you know, that oh, classic. Yeah. And then they're like, and best actor in a commercial. I'm like, oh. And like go to Lee Liston. I'm like, ah, you know, like I go up there and I give this little motivational speech and I'm like emotional. And it wasn't this like validation of like this is where I should be, but it was a really good moment to live in a moment. Because I don't think enough entertainers live in the moment. They kind of live like, I can't wait until this. I can't wait until I'm big and famous. This, you know. Like, they kind of put these milestones, but they never enjoy the moment. So for me, with my parents winning that award, it was like, this is really cool. You know, and really validating of, like, hard work and all the crazy shoots that I talked to you earlier. Like, he did that for money. You know, kind of going back to that, this was actually like, yeah. You know, so it was awesome. Yeah, that's amazing. Are are your parents both little people as well? No, I'm actually the only little person in my family. Really? (laughs) Interesting. 
So you, you started acting two years ago? Yeah. So when I was, I mean, when I was in like junior high, I did plays and stuff and it was fun because I did that because that's what my friends were doing. But, um, I was on my, I was on my mission in, in the Philippines and they told me, and people kept telling me like, Lee, you should, elder, listen, you should go be an actor. You should go be an actor. And I was kind of like, really? You know, you know, and so I go home and I like, I Googled like acting agency, you know, like found stars and Cilio, but I started working with people and like, it's, it started to be a lot of fun and I liked it a lot. I didn't like it because the idea of like fame or attention or this, but I actually loved acting and becoming part of a character and, you know, putting that energy into it. The real process. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You, you're not in it for the fame and the fortune. You actually just genuinely enjoy doing it. Right. I mean, it's definitely a perk. You know, I'm not going to say like, <laughs> I am, I'm humbly speaking here, you know? so like, like, but, but it definitely is a perk. But at the same time, I really just enjoy working. Yeah. Camera operators go through a lot of situations where they watch people be very awkward in front of a camera and you have to do a lot to protect them because being in front of a camera is difficult. You know, your body doesn't move the same way as it does as a human being. How do you deal with being in front of a camera? Because it's, it's, not, it's not a natural thing to do. Well, usually they do move the camera down. Okay. All right. Real talk. Real talk. Get, get mature here. Okay. Um, being in front of a camera, you know, at first... Nobody likes to watch themselves on camera. I get that all the time. Yeah. But, like, I'm okay with it. Yeah. You know, and I've kind of gotten more used to it, and I don't really think of the camera there. Mm. You, you know, like, uh, I'm doing what I need to. and Because I, I think a lot of people think of the what-ifs, and I'm just, like, enjoying doing it. Yeah. I kind of like it. I've always liked attention, you know. <laughs> so, so you have a camera on me. and But I feel like it is a learning process, though. You do things, do things unnaturally that you normally wouldn't do. Because a lot of acting is just be normal. And it's like... What, what what's that you know yeah but so i understand that a lot like being yourself on purpose getting used to using your left hand as opposed to your right like mm -hmm. that's a big difference and they were like you're saying this a lot or you're really dropping a lot of ums or you're drinking yeah so anything that you're doing that's kind of a filler you start to you work out but my the thing that protects me from that the most i believe is the director if really? the director's really good my friend barrett we we've done like short films together and he just knows how to direct me so I'm not really afraid of when they say action, if I'm going to perform or not, because I just know I'm, I trust him mm -hmm. and what he wants me to do. So I just do that when he wants me to not thinking what the camera's going to see. If yeah, that makes sense. You really are present. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's awesome. Can you cry on demand? Because you have to be really emotional in a lot of roles from the highs and lows. And I try to stay very even killed in my life. So going too far out seems like a big exercise. I feel like emotionally becomes, I feel bad for actors sometimes because being emotional is invulnerable is good. It's healthy. Yeah. It gets you through things. And I, I don't think a lot of actors get to do it the right way. And it becomes superficial to be emotional. You know, you know it's becomes a part of acting. But for me to get to an emotional place, I've, I've kind of learned to get there. These, these thinking points. And once again, that goes back to the director we were doing these cinemagraphs where you take a photo where it's not like a GIF where it's something continuously, but it's a, a cinemagraph is something that you wouldn't know where the beginning is and when the end, like a waterfall or something. And we were doing these ones and he wanted me to cry about, like, he's like, Lee, I want you to walk in and like, there was this garden 
and it had all these plants. It was actually in Salt Lake. And I want you to look in this window, and it has an open sign that kind of flashes on and on, off and on. And I want to walk in there and imagine that you've seen everybody that you've ever loved. You know, and I had a little music in the background that I played, and I went in there and I actually cried because I thought about that. I was there. I was present. So acting is really hard. And I'm, I'm not going to tell you that crying on the spot is easy, but when you can get there, it's, it's a pretty raw and magical thing. So you have to be smart because I couldn't do what you just did, like visualizing everybody there and getting in. Couldn't do it. Yeah, it's, I mean, it, it definitely is. I, I don't, I'm not going to tell you, like, if you interviewed every actor that gets to there, that they're going to say they have the same process. Mm. But for me, it's just being able to be in the moment that the director is telling you to be in. Are you happy? Are you excited? Are you, are you feeling nervous that you're doing this thing? You know, what, whatever it is, you're, you're in that moment. Right then, time freezes, you're in that moment. That's where you're at, nowhere else. How about you, Wayne Thompson Jr.? <laughs> Can you share this experience? Yeah. Please? You know what? I've never had to cry on demand, so I, I, I don't know. So I've had to cry for oh, really? a couple of plays that I've done. The best advice I ever got was don't try to cry. Try to fight from crying, like try yeah. to keep back from crying. And I'm able to kind of pull the performance through that, like through my ability to try like I'm not crying, you know, like mm. trying to put on a brave face. That's how I do it. I just you just had, carry a sad life all the time. <laughs> Yeah, Wayne cries all the time. I saw him crying in the bathroom a minute ago. I, I, seriously, I mean, every time I'm around Sasha, he just puts me down so, so much. Good, damn it! <laughs> so, so you're always fighting not to cry. So yeah, it's, okay. I'm trying to. Yeah, you know, Sasha, will, he'll come and smash my confidence, uh, notch it two down. It's okay. It's just, How about memorizing nah. lines? How do you do that? Uh, just a lot of practice. Yeah. Um, that that was kind of the honestly that you say that that's probably the most intimidating part of acting that I think about, you know, because you like you see this line it's like, and just like I'm supposed to say all this, you know, yeah. say all this and but memorizing lines it's just going through it definitely have, for me having a buddy mm -hmm. to just run it through like say it a ton say it a ton because then you go do an audition or anything like that and you kind of just you get it all of a sudden you you just kind of get in this moment and you almost forget that you're doing it yeah. or saying it. And then it's like you open your eyes and like, okay, you're done. It's kind of like getting a shot. You know, it's like, ow. Oh, no, we haven't even done it yet. Oh. And then they go and like, okay, the shot's done. And you're like, okay, you said your lines. You're like, I did? You're like, I got them all out. Yeah. So memorizing lines is definitely just a dedication process. You have to be willing to sit down, go through it. You're on your own. Yeah. Get connected with your lines. Get connected with your character. And then essentially just move right into... Um, getting with a person or another actor, if you can, and just running it through them, that's, that's helped me out a lot. Yeah. Is it much like taking a midterm? Like, because you have to study a lot, right? Aren't <laughs> you, like, to be a good actor, especially if you've got a lot of dialogue, you're going to spend hours a day, right? Writing out the scripts and going in front of the mirror. And, and then you also have to do all your facial feature postures and your hand gestures, like. So if this was like taking a midterm, it would be like me taking a midterm and going, Getting it back and going F. I studied really hard for this. <laughs> and then, and then, but but in the process of acting, you go F, and they're like, okay, let's let's reshoot that. This time, do it like this and like this. And then you get back and like, okay, D plus. I'm doing better, you know. Yeah. And then to the point of, and the reason that I say that is because acting is kind of you, you know, cut again, cut again, cut again. And even if they like it, it's like getting an A plus on the test, and then like, okay, take the test again. Yeah. And like, yeah. but 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 I did it. Like, no, take it again. And then you get an A or whatever. So, 
it it's kind of it's not the but it is definitely stressful, you know, being able to like are people gonna like me? Are people gonna like this? Some of the best acting moments in our cinema history is when people ad lib off of the lines and it just becomes so organic in the story. That yeah. yeah, like Will works. Ferrell then. Yeah, yeah <laughs> he's so good at that. He <laughs> yeah. just, like a lot Marlon of lines Rando, yeah. in um, Hey, Anchorman. I'm walking here, Dustin Hoffman. Yeah, yeah that's a famous improvised line. Are you allowed to improvise or is that strictly from the director, producer saying, hey, you can have a little bit of creative movement or? They get excited when when you get it because I did fear. If you know, have you heard of FearCon? I don't know if you guys. Yeah. Have, oh yeah, yeah. yeah well, they were, we were a big sponsor of theirs actually. Okay, so yeah. I was in FearCon. Oh, that's awesome. I was in this movie like Comatose Mother, and they had this original scene that they wanted us to do, and you know they have this way that we do it because you do the room like five hundred times, and you're like, hey, like oh, you know, like, scaring these people. But by the the beginning of it, it was kind of this thing that they wanted. It was what they wanted. But by the end of it, you got to, we really connected. I put in some lines. It was like, mother, you know, it's this, and I'm this creepy doll. And I'm like, you know, but like, I don't have a face, but I can speak. So I think directors actually love that when, not when you're just saying random stuff, but when you're saying stuff that they is relevant to the character, all of a sudden it's like, this is, this is sweet. Mm -hmm. So I, I, some situations it may not work, but I think in a lot, it really does. Yeah, I'd be a horrible actor. Like, I couldn't do any of this. Well, you couldn't handle the criticism. How do you? How do you criticism. handle like the criticism and the feedback and all that? Do you take it personal when a director says, "Hey, man, that's not good. That's an F." <sighs> well, <laughs> I don't know if it feels good, but like, like, because like, um, honestly, guys, like, I told you, like, I've been to auditions and they're like, "That was good. We'll call you." And you're like, "No, you won't." You liar. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, but um it, it definitely hurts, but it's it's nice to take a slice of humble pie. Yeah. And, you know, and be able to eat it because we're all trying to get better. We all need to practice, you know, whatever whatever your craft is, whether it's basketball, any kind of professional, especially, you're you're always working to own and like get better in your craft. So yeah, it, it kind of hurts, but you have to be willing to like not hold on to that. And move on and get better. Interesting. So you're also a musician as well. What can you tell me about that? I'm so I'm a lyricist. I'm not like super good at piano, super good at guitar, but I am. I've always written poems since I was little and written written songs. You know my and I can make songs on the spot. You get like an acoustic guitar. So cool. And and I really like to feel stuff. And so being a musician for me with writing music is I'll just kind of feel it. And then I'll kind of just make this song on the spot. And sometimes it's kind of this place of where I told you where time freezes, you know, with acting. And it just, and we make this really cool song and that I've recorded on my phone. And and then we turn it into actual music. So that that's kind of my thing of just being able to, in that world of imagination. Really? And, and you've got an album coming out? I do. So I'm working with Garrett Garfield. And the album is called Hiding in Plain Sight. And... And it will be coming out hopefully at the end of December. We're tracking the album, and we're tracking it this month and next month, and then we'll hopefully just get it finished, branded, and get it out. And I'm really, really excited about it. Really, just unbelievably excited. That's so awesome, dude. So you've always kind of just been a creative person, whether it's you know lyrics or acting. Yeah, I, I would say so. I I enjoy playing pretend. I I didn't know if I was going to tell you guys about this, but when I was a little kid. 
I, I would come home and I had older brothers that were about five years older than me. My, my younger, like my older brother was about five. So we didn't really connect or hang out much and nobody else in my family acts, but I'd be home alone. I'd get home from school and I'd lay on the couch and I would imagine these scenes. Like I'm like, no, you know, just like, yeah. no, I'm, I, like, I'm dead serious. Like, and I don't tell a lot of people about this, but now I'm saying it like on radio, but <laughs> so now everybody knows, but I would imagine like and do these scenes for like an hour, two hours, not watching TV, not listening to music, but just do it and pretend. So I've always kind of just been like I told you, no one was watching me do that. Sometimes my dad'd be like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "Oh, I'm taking a really long nap." Dad, you home? What are you doing? You know, just do another thing here. You know, like now. So, um, yeah, I've always kind of been a creative, you know, imaginative person. As an untalented person that I am, <laughs> at least he admits it. At least he admits oh it. Oh my gosh, dude! <laughs> and I want to go into entertainment and media. What's the best way to overcome one's lack of talent, one's lack of ability, and then the fear? And are, are you saying how to succeed by overcoming how terrible you are? Yeah. That- yeah. yeah. No, because a lot of people, booze, dude. because Lots a lot of, of people go into entertainment and Hollywood. <laughs> I mean, they make, they, they, they make. TV shows off of it, and they're not talented, but they have that courage or Kardashians, the illusion, yeah, the, like the reality TV aspect. Media is filled with narcissists and megalomaniacs, mm-hmm. right? How do you deal with that, and how do you? Because everyone's got it that's in this business, but you have to overcome so much to get made, and you. A lot of people don't have the talents when you start a role, you know. And so, if you can share that part here and wrapping up a little bit. You know, honestly, it's owning what talent you do have. Um, A lot of people don't really like the talent that they do have. They like the talents that other people have. They like the talents that they wish they had, but they don't like the talents that they do have. Mm. So if you're able to discover what you're good at, what you enjoy the most, that's that's what's going to get you the furthest. It's not going to be aspiring. You know, I'm not going to be Justin Bieber. I'm not going to be, you know, wondering or anything like that, but I'm going to be Lee Liston and the best of Lee Liston. So when Sasha's going out and he, he wants to be an actor or he wants to be a musician or whatever he wants to be, find the best of what that is and then continue to hone that and start from the ground up. Be willing to start from scratch. And then so screwed. And, you know, <laughs> so, so, I mean, it might be a lot to work with. But, yeah. <laughs> but, but willing to build yourself up and go through these moments of saying, hey, that's not good. Just to get that one, you know, 500, that's not good for that one Hey, that was really good. That's what we're looking for. And then that, that's all you really need. And to kind of be able to kind of survive there. I like this. That's awesome. So there's Lee- hope for you. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, man. No. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> no, him. You, no he, there's hope for this soul here. Oh, oh, yeah. there's hope for you, Sasha. <laughs> I'm here for you. <laughs> He'll teach you, man. <laughs> so, Lee, uh, where can people find you if they want to find out more about you or get in touch or see some of your work? So, my Facebook's like just Lee Richard Grant Liston if they want to add me there. You know, I don't call myself an A-lister. So, it's like, you know, if they want to add me, they can. If, you know, my Snapchat or Instagram is littleguy657. I've had that since I was like seven years old. But, um, <laughs> um, so, littleguy657. Or just, um, I have an actor page, just Lee Liston and stuff like that. So if they want to reach out or have questions or just want to become buddies, I'm more than happy. Oh, that's fantastic. Well, Lee, thank you for coming in, man. I had a really good time. Yeah, this was awesome. Yeah, thank you. Now I'm
This one of those beats that I get lost in And talk about how this life is exhausting Or how I'm afraid of falling Distance myself so I haven't been calling often Part of me keeps telling myself it's just this precaution But it's just a way of life until loved ones end up in coffins I learned this lesson, I learned this lesson That's why my mind is racing, I'm stuck here watching the wall spin It's hard to go hard when my heart is softened uh, Your life was taken and mine was spared What would it be like if you were still here and I was there? How would I act if God was to tell me my time is near? Only guarantee in life is death so I'm kinda scared to be honest with you I ain't making the best decisions Not every move I'm making is made with the best intentions And yeah I'm far from perfect but I'm tired of overusing that excuse Who am I to complain when most of my time is misused? So I wonder Crazy thing about stars is they don't shine until they die Crazy how people go before you get to say goodbye Crazy how you could look at a person right in their eyes And not even know that next week you'll be asking yourself why As you stand over a casket Questioning what's real cause you can't believe what just happened This all just seemed way too drastic I mean I know it's life and everything ain't always Gucci But dog, it's feel like something that's straight up out of a movie for real and I'm sick of wishing and hoping I feel like as of late I'm just going through all emotions How selfish of me trying to be more than a waste of life It's for my uncle locked up in the pen and facing life I miss you and wish that you could be here to see this Even if it doesn't touch the ears and reaches the snow No matter what I'ma be great because I have to If I wrote that letter I was supposed to I would've asked you Some days I look in the mirror and gotta ask myself Na 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 na